Just a content warning for this episode, we talk about self-harm. Previously on Dear Diary, keep out. Ramon is annoying everyone. Ramon was flirting with Craig so much. I feel like the ugly, geeky friend who tags along because she's got no one else to hang out with. I can tell that Craig and James don't really want me there. Jack emailed me back from yesterday. He signed off, Jack, kiss, kiss. Me and Ramon saw these little scratches on Craig's wrist and he said his friend did it. Me and Ramon told him to never do it again. He sat across from me in the common room, scratching his arm with a nail. He held out the nail to me and asked me if I wanted it. Look, if you cut yourself, it's your problem. But do not offer things to me because I can't trust myself not to take them. Dear Diary where my wife reads from her teenage diaries. And my husband makes fun of me. I'm Lauren. I'm Sean. Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Have you had a good week? Yeah, it's not been so bad. I've uh, I've started a bullet journal mm, talking yeah. about diaries. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know what a bullet journal is, it's basically a planner where you design it all yourself. Get a blank notebook and just kind of go at it. Um, if you go online, you can see a lot of really beautiful things. Uh, I'm not an artist, so mine's very, very simple. But one thing I was really worried about when making this was making a mistake. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've got this thing in me where if I make a mistake, you know, I just call it quits. I have similar, I think. In fact, I have similar, but then I just don't bother starting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so what I decided to do, slash what I accidentally did and then made it a thing, uh, was I filled out the first week, got it all ready. Uh, I did everything, like, I drew it all out. I did everything except for write anything in it. Yeah. And then I didn't write anything in it. So now there's a huge, disgusting page that I've missed right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. So now I've already made my mistake. Yeah, you've made so all the mistakes. future so. mistakes aren't going to be nearly as bad as missing an entire week. Right, okay. So today I've filled out all of next week's. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a good tactic. No, oh, we'll see. It might just frustrate <laughs> me and I might burn the whole thing. No, it looks good. You've spent a lot of time working on it. Yeah. I think it's good to help with your organization. Yes, yeah, yeah. Doing, uh, learning, learning all about the ADHD and uh-huh. how to deal with my with my own brain. Yeah. So it's uh, it's been exciting, if not an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, you've been learning a lot about it. It's been very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think. It's just weird having, you know, watching a video or reading an article and then somebody just saying something so nonchalantly about how ADD brains work and then me sitting there going, but I've dealt with that my entire <laughs> life. Nobody has said anything. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, this is why I do these things. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But it's thing. And, and so, yeah, first of all, I started thinking about, you know, okay, so my brain is broken and here's how to fix it. But I'm starting to realize that it's not broken. It just works differently. 
Yeah. So we're taught that there's, you know, like one way to learn and one way to do things. I know, yeah, definitely. But it, it's, and that, you know, that's what causes a lot of people to think, oh, you know, I've got a broken brain. But it's it's not. There there are certain ways that I learn better. And yeah. there are certain there are certain things that I can do that other people aren't able mm-hmm. to do. You know, it's 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 really interesting. So if I can if I can focus in on on how that works, mm-hmm. I can focus in on how to achieve things easier. Yeah, I think it's very important. And I think schools were starting to go that way in terms of support assistance mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. My mom was a support assistant. Um but yeah, it was very black and white for a time. And also, especially with ADD and ADHD, they were just seen as the bad kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kids who couldn't focus. But yeah, it was just, it's just a different kind of focus or like different mm-hmm. stimulation is needed. And I think it's very important. Like people, like some people, old older school people, I won't say the B word, but you know, there's a lot of kind of, oh, well, we just had to deal with things. Like, oh, they should just, just get on with it. They're obviously bad kids if they can't learn. But it's not, it's so everybody's so different Mm. and I think it's so important to have diversity within learning and also be told that this isn't the be all and end all like it's so strange that this like that when you take tests in school or something they're like oh you did bad in this test you never get to take this test again Mm -hmm. um this is what this is you for life yeah whereas like no that's not actually how stuff works and that's not how real life Mm -hmm. jobs work like you don't just if you go into your job on your first day, if you don't get it exactly right, yeah, they're fucked. not just like, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is, you know, you buy now. Or the first time you pick up an instrument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, it's very strange to yeah. me that you wouldn't give kids chances. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you didn't do that well here, but look at where you didn't do that well. Yeah, yeah, and, Let's try to um, get in another week. Yeah, let's try something different. Let's try getting this. Why Why didn't you do that particularly well? How do you feel when you're trying to study this? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know it's difficult because teachers are under a lot of stress. There's mm-hmm. sometimes 30 plus kids in a classroom. Mm-hmm. You can't one-on-one with all of them. You yeah, know what well, I mean? again, it's another system that's been yeah. entirely underfunded. Absolutely. To prove points and yeah. things just mm-hmm. need change. Yeah. I mean, there's been the whole scandal this week with the exam results. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it's not. Ugh, yeah, it's not good. But the thing is, everybody at the time thought, "Oh, this is a great this idea. Will, this will work." Yeah. Like that just shows you how they really think about us. Oh, absolutely. That, that yeah, shows they, you. They, they, it wasn't people. They thought yeah. we were going to be okay with that. They, they thought, "Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, poor people are going to score lower." Like, yeah, literally, that's exactly. What it was like, somebody, so many people have had to go, oh, we're just going to reduce the marks from these underfunded areas and these underfunded schools. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and yeah, multiple people have gone, yeah, sounds about right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's how they see us. That's, that's, yeah, that's truly like you what possibly, they think. You're from a poor area. You could not possibly. But I was listening to, I was listening to Radio 4 yesterday and this poor girl was on speaking to the um it was the it was in england they got their results Mm -hmm. and um this poor girl said to i mean good on her she just went she just went you've ruined my life Mm. and i mean i i really wish that i could say to some of them it's okay i don't even remember my exam Mm -hmm. results now 
Um, it was basically used to get into uni. But it's, it, I can see why she said you ruined my life because they get, you know, kids get mm. told this is this is the be all and end all. This is your this is your life. This is your worth. Well, I mean, right it's, it, it's not only that. You're absolutely right. But I mean, this this is the easiest way forward. Like mm-hmm. this is this is the way that has been paved for us. So yeah. you know, there are people that you know have gotten by without you know getting good grades. You know, I'm starting to go, you know, trying to go to school again yeah. and stuff like that. But I mean, it hasn't been easy. So no. I mean, the yes, grades don't matter, but it's it makes it easier. Like well, if, if if we're able to succeed in school, if we're able to yeah. not only succeed but you know know that we're succeeding, if we're you know as we're growing up, we're all taught, you know, oh, you did that well. Absolutely. Then we do things well. It's the ones who have the extra effort put into them that they're the ones that tend to, you know, excel more. Yeah. And there's no secret about that. You know, that's that's what happens. The the kids who do well when they're, you know, in the first couple grades, you know, first, second grade, they go into the, you know, honors classes mm-hmm. and then they're taught, you know, that more more attention is paid to them. Yeah. And so they learn well. Am I not as smart because I couldn't do things as well when I was in first grade. No, that's not true at all. You know, it's just at that point, you get picked. I had different things going on. Yeah, you get picked to be nurtured. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I feel for them. I really do. I think it's disgusting. I mm-hmm. don't know what England is doing about it. I know that Scotland did a huge U-turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, I think, I think some universities are still offering people places because they're going... This is a shit show. I've just mm. come back along. But I think there's also a thing around, you know, some some other vocations and jobs and things that are like, oh, you need this much experience and 10 mm-hmm. A's at GCSE, which is not true. Again, it's that whole different type of learning thing. Yeah, People aren't always academically smart and that's okay. Mm. It's totally okay. They're very, very good at lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing some learning this week. I did um, an online course. Oh, yeah? In theatre directing. Is that where you were? That's where I was this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I thought that now would be the right time to learn more about theatre <laughs> because there's no theatre and it might never come back. Who knows? <laughs> as long as there's a person willing to stand up and make a fool of themselves and somebody willing to listen to that fool, then there will always be theater. Yeah. True that. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I found it really interesting. I've studied it. I, I, at university, I did a module in theater directing, and I didn't enjoy it at all, because I don't think that I got very well with a tutor. And it was also, it was also quite black and white, how it was mm-hmm. described to me then. So I was a bit like... I was like, oh, buddy, it's all about it's all about how I feel, guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so this was good. It taught us different things, and obviously, there's a lot of like, every director's different, every actor's different. I worry because obviously I'm a stage manager, mm-hmm. and I worry about people taking me seriously in another role, mm-hmm. and I worry about the fact that I am not very good at all those horrible icebreaker games that i hate oh yeah and i know that's such a small part of it <laughs> because not everyone does that and that was good that was part of the course that he was saying mm-hmm. you know not everybody does that and 
and it's perfectly acceptable to go to the actors you lead this warm-up you know what I mean mm-hmm. like so it's kind of good to learn that we had a lot of interesting things we had to pitch a show yeah which I did and I felt all right about it and then afterwards I got that horrible that that kind of squidgy feeling mm-hmm. the squidgy feeling in your belly when you feel like you've overshared mm. potentially I that saw- everybody's talking about you yeah, yeah, or that everyone has been made uncomfortable. Mm. Because I do think there is a thing around oversharing. Mm-hmm. Or sharing in general. I know, yeah, I'm saying that, but or sharing in general that makes people go, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Just sharing is often seen as oversharing. Yeah, exactly. And people talking about life events that have affected them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes makes people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's difficult because I found that in my life, I've only really started healing from things mm-hmm. once I've started talking about them. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really helped me. And obviously, I have been doing this podcast, which is the definition of oversharing, I think. Mm-hmm. Reading from your teenage diaries. But I just feel like it's quite important. I feel like I feel like it's a good thing. I feel like um, the more honesty mm-hmm. there is in the world, the better. The less kind of games, and the more you realize that people are going through the same thing, mm-hmm. that you're not alone. Yeah, is kind of what I believe in. Even though you can't necessarily relate to every single event that people have gone through, that doesn't matter. You know, you can find a common ground. And I think I really dislike this whole thing about, yeah, the whole kind of awkwardness around sharing, oversharing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like lately I have been speaking my mind a lot more. And I think that's a good thing. And I've had, and then I've got had that feeling where I'm like, oh God, I hope I didn't make other people uncomfortable. We shouldn't have to be worrying about that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we should have to mm-hmm. be worried about that. As long as you can justify yourself and you're not, you're not setting out to hurt people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you're not being malicious and you're using... Content warnings where, you know, yeah, that, that's absolutely. But even talking about things that are on your mind, I think it's I think it's very important, even if you don't have an answer for those things, but just just talking through and other people might have answers. Mm-hmm. Other people might be able to help. They might not, but you've started that dialogue. Um so and also yeah. people will understand where you're coming from more. Exactly. So I think I've become like oversharing advocate. I like this. I really like this idea. I think we should give it a name or something. So it's like it's kind of like a social experience, right? So it's mm-hmm. like a it's like an app or something, right? So you call it like um like a share share app share appy share appy share appy yeah the the, the so it's what like, about what about like therapy? What if we call that therapy? I think you've invented something called therapy, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, but that's with that's different. I think we should just all go around talking about all of our problems all of the time. Yeah, fair enough. No, I don't think that. No, I think that's a great idea. (laughs) I just think, I think being open and honest is important. And likewise, in a different way, if you see somebody who you think is doing well, you should help them. Like, I've done that before. Like, there's people who we will meet in my diaries who... Um, maybe you didn't even have the best relationship with at school, but there are some some people where I'm like, see where they are now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. do you know what? I'm very proud of you. 
And I've messaged people and it's probably taken them out, caught them out of the blue. But mm-hmm. like, I just, like, why not? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they don't reply. Maybe if they're a bit uncomfortable, they're like, this is weird. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Maybe it is weird. So what? Like, I mean, don't message people and tell them bad things. I'm not like an advocate for sharing bad things. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't be mean to people. Mm-hmm. Be positive and be open and honest. I think and being vulnerable is important. I think it's all great. I just want to do a shout out to my friend Becca. Ooh, okay, Becca. She is a friend of the podcast. <laughs> she listens mm-hmm. every week and she got in touch recently. She's obviously noticed <laughs> that I have been struggling to keep up with the transcriptions mm-hmm. to get my head in the right place. You've been place doing a great job. Do them. We just do this all by ourselves, so it's it's a yeah. little difficult. I'm sure people will give you a break. Um, But she noticed and she got in touch and reached out to ask if she could help with the transcriptions mm-hmm. and at first i was like no 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 we can't offer you anything no like no we can't we can't afford I to could pay not. somebody yeah and we don't really believe in i don't want to use my friend's abilities yeah. for yeah for free. exactly yeah but she said you know she was happy to do it and uh she would really like to she felt she was very very kind about the podcast mm-hmm. as being something positive for her that is helping her which is the biggest compliment and it, i appreciate it so much i appreciate her openness mm-hmm. and honesty in reaching out to me and letting me know that mm-hmm. she didn't have to she didn't have to take time to do that and obviously i appreciate her very much for offering to help with the transcript and it means a lot and hopefully she can help us get back on track between between the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to her for being so kind. And I appreciate her very much. So thank you, Becca. It's a very kind thing, Becca. Thank you. Let's do this. Okay. So the woman who shares her teenage diaries with the world is a fan of Overshare. Huh? Newsflash. <laughs> Newsflash, everyone. Saturday, August 3rd, 2002. Hi. Oh my God. Sorry if I keep saying that. Holly says it all the time, so it's rubbed off a bit. (laughs) James texted saying, I want to see you too. Again, that two is the number two, so I think he's speaking to me and Ramon. Oh, I miss them so much. I spent my last text on him last night, but I told him it was my last one, and I texted him when I had money on my phone. I couldn't text Jack this morning either. He said, Hi, Lolly. Can you text me what you emailed me yesterday? Because I'm away from home. TB, love the bad dog. So that's a nickname he's given himself. Oh, okay. Also, remember text back. What? TB. Did you ever do that? No, I don't think so. TB. No. Just makes it very needy. <laughs> Text back. Text back. And you'd like read into it if they didn't put TB. Like, what do they want me? Do they want me to? I guess not. No, I no. guess I shouldn't. <laughs> he doesn't usually put love, L-U-V. And I don't know what love means. L-O-B. Probably it means a typo. I want to see him so bad. And James. And Craig. We went to get some videos from the video shop. And some ice cream from the co-op. 
we got Lord of the Rings and Bridget Jones's Diary. It's the fourth time I've seen Lord of the Rings, but I'd never seen Bridget Jones before. It was quite good. That's a double feature. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Yeah, you can almost play them at the same time. It's basically the same storyline. <laughs> I was going to talk to Craig on MSN, but he's staying at a friend's house, so I can't. I miss him. He was so incredibly fit. Him and James both were. God, I miss them. Sunday, August 4th. Hi, Dom's dog is so cute. It's not fit? No, uh, Mm. a dog's not fit. Apparently everybody else is. You're also fit. (laughs) Thank you, my love. (laughs) He only got it yesterday and it's seven weeks old. Mm. Is this the same one? As he's got now? No, no, no. Couldn't be, no way. No, that would be. I forgot how old you are. That would be an 18-year-old dog. Yeah, you are very old. It's called Dylan, and it's really fluffy. Okay. He's a collie. He's cute. His dagoos are cute, too. What's a dagoo? Some sort that of... Sounds gross. It's like a rodent type thing. Like a flying squirrel? No, they're not flying. It looks like a looks like a weird rat thing. Oh, it's like a little chinchilla. Yeah, it's cute. They used. To, I'm sure Dom used to have chinchillas as well. I took care of a chinchilla for but a But it looks once. like a kind of... It looks like a mouse. Mm. But it's bigger than a mouse. Mm. So like a rat. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I'm sure he'll correct me. He'll be like, actually, the Latin name for this, and it actually comes from this species. Yeah. That was a great impression of Dom. Well, Dom also wants to punch a whale, so. Well, there we are. (laughs) We watched Lord of the Rings again at home. Mm. This is, what, sixth time? Yeah, but we didn't watch Bridget Jones again. Ah. Me and Kieran took the videos back. The guinea pig goes tomorrow. I'm looking after Gemma, so that's the the school guinea pig that I'm Mm. looking after. I'm looking after Gemma's hamster while she goes to France from Wednesday. Everyone is going on holiday except me. Dom was nice and tanned compared to me. But then, everyone is nice and tanned compared to me. That is still the case, isn't it? Still the case. (laughs) I can't imagine Rob on holiday in Greece. That's Marsha guy, Rob. Mm. He must get so hot in his big jeans and things. He probably switches into swim shorts. Because I can't imagine him in shorts. I was imagining him full moshed up yeah. in the hot weather. But there are some people like that. Like, I'm not a very good summer dresser, I, d- I think. Oh, yeah? I'm a much better winter dresser. <laughs> yeah, well, you like layers. I like layers, and I never get my legs out. Mm-mm. Um, I've been wearing shorts around the house as it's been really hot mm-hmm. here. But I would, I wear, like, leggings under shorts when I go out. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I'm too lazy to shave my legs. <laughs> Same with Liam. He's got little stick legs as Liam. Not like Craig, who's got nice legs and is just all round fit. If he doesn't spoil his arms and legs by scratching them to ribbons. Mm. Yeah. Monday, August 5th. Hi. I spent most of today thinking about Craig and James and how bad I want to see them. You'll see a theme developing here. Mm-hmm. You never know how much you miss someone until they're gone. That's really true, actually. I was obviously thinking I was so deep. Yeah. I want to see Jack, too. He emailed me today and told me about this surf festival he went to down in Newquay. I said that really weird. Newquay? Newquay. Newquay. It's Newquay. Oh, I thought you were talking about Newcastle. No. Newquay. It's down in Cornwall by the sea, obviously, because he went to a surf festival. I don't think there are surf festivals in Newcastle. Mm. Are you saying surf festival? Surf. Yeah. Ah. What did you think I was saying? Sir? 
Maybe it was like a gentleman's festival? Uh, Good day, sir. Yeah. Welcome to the surf festival. It could be. It could be. (laughs) He went to a bikini contest. The swine. I just imagine that. Like, I'm like talking about that. Like, oh my God, I can't believe he went to that. He was a 13 year old kid. They were probably like, that 13 year old kid is just looking at. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking he's, he's probably thinking he's there having the time of his life. I'm thinking he's there having the time of his life. And like, everyone there is probably like, this is uncomfortable. You're a child. Yeah. Go away from me, please. Mm-hmm. No one's been on MSN for ages. I wrote a letter to Laurelie, and I just need to post it now. Who's Laurelie? She was a friend, and then she moved away. Okay, so we haven't spoken else. about her. No. Okay. I think she was a friend in first school, and then mm. she moved away. Apart from that, I've done nothing. So on the next page, I'm writing a to-do list. Here is my to-do list. Okay. So this is my six-week holiday to-do list. Okay. This is what I give myself to do in those six weeks. Change bed, tidy room, sort out clothes for Shelley, which was a uniform anyway. So that's what I'm going to yeah. take. So they've sorted that for you. Tri- yeah. See my friends, and then EG, just for example, Jack, Gemma, Minna. Mm, mm. See, tags people any way possible. Go to the gym, get fitter. Go to tennis if I'm not too scared. Do homework. Go shopping with friends at least once. Get Wait, this is a summer. What what homework have you got? Over the summer? Yeah. We're going from middle school to high school, so maybe it's just like a summer report. Like, what did you do over the summer? Get to know your new classmates, or I don't know. Or maybe they're like trying to evaluate us going because they we're like new students to them. So mm. maybe it's like do a project over the summer. Mm. But yeah, that was that's all I that's all I had to do. That's like as long as my day to do list are. Mm. And this is <laughs> six weeks, and I'm like, oh boy. Um, and then some of them have got dates. Some of them have got ticks and dates by them that I obviously achieved. Um, I didn't get to see the tags people. Spoiler alert. Sorry. There's Did you no, do homework? There's no date. I put a tick next to that, and then I cr- I put a cross next to tennis. So I obviously chickened out again. Uh, uh, again, spoilers. You know, you go there to learn. You go there. Too late. <laughs> Tuesday, August 6th. I went shopping with Kieran today. I thought I'd see loads of people from my school, but no. 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 Mm. Surprisingly, in one of the largest towns in the UK, mm. I didn't see all of my friends. <laughs> I saw Mrs. T and had to hide quick. Yeah. I got a book from the library called Remember Me Too. Mm. I read the first book ages ago, and it was really good. It was, actually. Yeah. I would read that again. I think I think it was very teen angsty, but I think somebody died. So I think this girl wakes up, but she's actually dead. Ah, uh, gotcha. And she's like, why are people not paying attention to me? And then mm. there's this, like, black dog that she, like, follows around. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. Okay. I got Bliss magazine as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously my teenage magazine of choice. This, I've mentioned this is the that before. Time. I've got the best socks in the world. They go halfway up my thigh and they're black and white and stripy. Mm-hmm. All right. They're so cool. I talked to Robin on MSN. She fancies Craig too. Oh, no. She was trying to make me jealous by saying that Craig told her all about his life and how they were best friends. Oh my God, how pathetic. I said how I couldn't stand him hurting himself because it hurts me too. And she said, just shut up, okay? 
it hurts me when he does it too, but I don't go on about it, okay? So I got mad and said, I think I know a lot more about self-harm than you do, and it's a bloody big deal. Hmm. She got a bit better then, and I calmed down. Maybe I've always been an oversharer. Yeah. But, like, again, that goes hand in hand with the whole worrying that people think you're attention-seeking thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think at that age, people do automatically assume that you are attention-seeking. But I also think I've always had this drive to be open and honest Mm -hmm. and show my feelings and try to help people. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. Anyway, sorry. Interjection there. She got a bit better then and I calmed down. She always has to be the best, though. It bugs me, but I know it shouldn't. Because sometimes she's a really good mate. I'm so nuts about Craig. I emailed him, but I need to see him ASAP. Or at least talk to him properly. Same with Jack. Except I'm not nuts about him. I don't think. I need to ask him a question which will help me a lot. Alright, stand by. Okay. Which two people in the Big Brother house... Describe our relationship best. Did you invent BuzzFeed? I think this has come straight out of Bliss magazine. Oh, gosh. As I Mm. bought it earlier that day. Mm. I'm like, "Mm, you might see a link there. (laughs) Um, If he says Alex and Adele, or Spanky and Kate, then it's it's love. Everybody knows Spanky equals love. If he says Kate and Johnny, it's da coolest friendship ever, which... I want really. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh god. There's some <laughs> the stuff that's like fed to yeah. teenage girls, especially. I talked to Steph on MSN for a while, but then I talked to her friend Simon, who I don't even know at all, but seemed nice. Alright. Weird. Craig wasn't on MSN. He never is anymore. Bummer. I think he's probably changed his thing by now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm getting that impression. Okay. I mean, looking back at it and actually after last week, which was quite a difficult episode and actually thinking about the events, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have been bothered with him that much. He seemed yeah, slightly not, not concerned mm-hmm. with your feelings. Wednesday, August 7th. My alarm clock broke at 10 to 4 this morning, so I didn't get up until half past 10, so that's my excuse for life. <laughs> my alarm clock's broken, mm-hmm. sure, and that's why, yeah. that's why I stay in bed. I went to the tip with mum, which I hate doing, because I hate bugs and spiders. Especially spiders. What's the matter with Frankie? Frankie's okay. We've got a spider in our bathroom called Frankie, who've a- who's actually lived with us over a year now. Mm-hmm. But yes, Frankie's fine. Gemma brought her hamster around at five, and all I wanted to talk to her about was tags. Mm-hmm. She didn't seem to want to talk about it, though. I got an email from Jack, but he's going to Greece tomorrow. After he sent me that email on Monday about Nuki and the bikini contest, I said that I could never enter one. But on his email he put, P.S. You could so enter a bikini contest. <laughs> I wish, like anyone would watch. I mean, again, no they wouldn't, because <laughs> you are 13 years old. He said that Craig was most probably attention-seeking when he cut himself. Mm. He said that I obviously have a reason, even if he doesn't agree with it. Well, it's not like I agree with it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird double standards. Yeah. yeah. It's again, yeah. Well, it is like, I suppose, how you stick up for your friends. Like, oh, well, mm-hmm. they're obviously like this. But not you, because I know you. But it's still not helpful. It's about kind of 
being compassionate and seeing things as a whole, I think. Craig was also somebody's friend. He's not your friend, but he was some, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just the same. Anyway, Jack sure knows how to make me feel bloody inadequate sometimes. I mean, I really care about his opinion on things and it can change everything for me. Cause when I saw the cuts that Craig had on his wrists and his knee, I was kind of, well, jealous. I know it sounds insane, but they were good cuts. But now Jack has brought me back to reality. Yeah, we spoke a little bit about mm -hmm. that last week. It's weird. Jealousy. Dynamic. Though. How do you feel? All right. I'm still, this is something that I'm still like, I just feel like, I don't feel like I've ever really hit the nail on the head with describing it. Like I, because I don't want to do anyone any damage. I don't mm -hmm. want to, you know, I don't want to give my expert opinion on it not as as not an expert mm -hmm. so that's the most complicated feeling i have mm -hmm. around it and i still don't get it yeah i still don't get it but i can't deny that i had those feelings thursday august 8th i tidied up my room today and changed my bed so i only have eight things to do this holiday there you go I'm going to the gym for the first time tomorrow. Oh. Mm -hmm. I want to lose weight off my legs and my bum. Oh, yeah? And I just want to be all around fitter. Sometimes, like when I'm at school, I feel dead pretty and stuff. Mm hmm Because I've got James putting his arms around my waist and Josh playing nervous. But when I'm at home, at the moment, I feel like an absolute minger. So frustrating. Mm hmm Well, it's just... That, unfortunately, very early on, you're already seeing the signs of being taught that our self-worth is only in relation to how men see you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not Also not seeing different kinds of bodies mm. and that kind of thing. It was very much... So around the early 2000s, it was starting to get to the lads mag kind mm. of culture everybody looked the same very slim big boobs um and that's kind of what you thought was normal you didn't really i mean i think you probably got told that everybody grows in different shapes and sizes but you don't i guess maybe you don't really listen but well when when you're only told that but you don't see that we don't see that yeah yeah so there's me with like and i'm still a bit bottom heavy i've got like you know strong legs i've always liked your butt thank you but that's the thing i wish we'd change the yeah the definition like mm -hmm. when i was a teenager here i'm saying i've got fat legs and now like i've got strong legs mm -hmm. um so yeah and also yeah just well it's, it's a clear example of of only feeling good about myself when the boys are around and complimenting me mm, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um and i wish that there was ways to combat that again teenagers aren't always going to listen especially like if their parents are telling them that everything's fine or whatever they're just you know i wasn't saying to my mom i don't feel pretty because of this and but there's just a lot of things that i'm hoping are getting better for teenagers because we have the internet and there's much more you see much more diverse bodies in the media but there's still some terrible things because of Instagram and everything's mm -hmm. photoshopped and smoothed. And um, so it's about being savvy with reality. And I mm -hmm. think it's about having honest conversations 
with you girls. I don't ever really think me and my mum had body image conversations. No. No, I don't think so. My mum was very, very slim growing up, right up until she had children. So I think I'm not slagging my mama. I think she has weird things around weight. Yeah. Um, that maybe were passed down. Okay. To us. No, that makes sense. That's how a lot of this, how a lot, a lot of these, um, a lot of these things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how how your parents worry is how how we worry. Yeah, definitely. And I I want to try when we have children, whatever. Definitely want to make myself more aware of how I talk about my body. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's very important. Absolutely. Uh, because yeah, you this stuff just gets soaked up like a sponge. Yeah. Children are sponges. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be careful. Yeah. It doesn't help that I've got a huge spot on my chin. I've still got shit skin, everyone. But Your skin is beautiful. Teenagers, people tell you that that's going to go away. It doesn't always go away. Just like, you know, look after your skin. Because I didn't. Don't just use face wipes. Face wipes aren't cleaning your skin. Mm-hmm. Wash your damn face. Yeah. All right. My hair feels totally manky. But I'm getting it cut for Shelly. I don't know how yet, though. I have to stop eating when I'm bored, though. Nah, why? No reason to. My favorite thing to do. Sorry, that was a that's a quick switch again. Yeah. One of those. Got to change my voice. I managed to take the knife downstairs today. I'm definitely not doing it again this time. Mm. And I mean it. I'm listening to Galaxy FM and the Logical song is on now. Oh, the memories <laughs> from like a week ago. Yeah. I still haven't talked to Craig yet. Again, I think I think he's if I can, I don't know for sure. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to spoil it. I don't think we ever talked again. Anyway, Friday, August 9th. Hiya. I went to the gym at 10 this morning. Ooh. I did five minutes on the stepper machine, which is awful. Five minutes on the rowing machine, 10 minutes on the cycling machine, and 10 minutes on the treadmill. My mum went on the sunbed. There you go. Because you can't come into the gym because of her leg. I can't remember what was wrong with my mum's leg. Probably hurt it. Probably hurt it. Mm-hmm. She's booked a class on these rollerball thingies on Thursday, and I'm going back to the gym before then. I think there's those big bouncy ball things mm-hmm. that were the like, medicine balls. The medicine balls, mm-hmm. you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never heard them called that. Well, I think the medicine balls are the heavy ones. Oh uh, yeah, no, these are like big yeah. beach ball yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking you just about. roll around on. Mm-hmm. Gypsy had her hair cut and she looked so different. I thought she was a different dog entirely. Mm. There are three weeks, two days left over the holidays. I can't believe I'm halfway through already. So let's leave it there. Halfway through the holidays. All right. So how do you feel then? I feel all right. This wasn't, this was a nice relief. Well, a, a little break from a all the emotion. A little break from all the emotion of last week. <laughs> that was pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah, so this is interesting to me. It's just... I'm glad that I'm writing, but not a lot's happening. And you can feel that. You can feel the boredom of the holidays, mm-hmm. I think, and how long it feels, like how super long it feels as a teenager. No, yeah. And these poor kids who've just had to do this for five months mm-hmm. nearly six months being off but they weren't allowed to see their friends 
I know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they had it much worse. You just didn't have any. Yeah, I just didn't have any. <laughs> All my friends were going on holiday. It's a lot for mm-hmm. them. At first I was like, I mean, coming at it from a 31-year-old, I was like, I've actually, we've actually been all right because I feel like we're quite sociable mm-hmm. usually, but we've just kind of been getting on with it and plodding along. There have been obviously difficult times. Of course. But in terms of it, I've just kind of been like, obviously it's hard not to see your friends, but you very you get very used to when you're older not seeing people because different people are working, different times. Yeah. Um. So you just get very used to it. And then, so reading this just makes me think more about how difficult it has been for all these young people. Mm, yeah. Really, really difficult. Obviously, people are a bit better connected now in terms of devices, but not everybody has that. I was thinking about this the other day, about how will this affect the younger generation? Mm-hmm. How many kids are going to grow up agoraphobic, afraid to go outside? Yeah. How many of them are going to grow up with post-traumatic stress? Yeah. You know, it's they, they, there's a lot of things that we're not really thinking about right now about how this is gonna mm-hmm. cause children to develop, yeah. not just children but adults too. Yeah, yeah, I've had some terrible experiences going outside. Yeah, genuinely, really, really anxious moments, and I I agree. I think I think that it could really adversely affect people Absolutely. Um, and yeah young people's development even because you're still developing people think oh teenagers are grown they're not grown you're still very much developing and you mm-hmm. need um you need people around you and you need you need that connection if it's all kind of online it's just not it's not the same mm-hmm. and um wires get crossed online you know you don't learn how to interact how to resolve things how to i mean i always remember my mum around this time maybe a little bit later on and i'd come home and i'd go on msn Mm. and always some drama would happen online or something and she would be like you i'm not gonna you're gonna have to stop going on msn and yeah because it because you don't have that whereas at school Stuff happens and you normally try and resolve that in a day. You mm. normally, and you can normally speak to a person and it is about, um, it's not all about conflict resolution, but you know what I mean? You just can't do that online because people, people just, they can't see you. They can't see that they're hurting people. They can't, you mm. know what I mean? Or they don't care. Or they don't care. Well, I think that, but part of that is they don't care because they can't physically yeah, see enough. you. Yeah, that makes sense. They can't physically see what they are doing to another human being. Mm which I think is where a lot of our compassion comes from. And I think that's important. Yeah. There is no getting away from it now. You're, you're, you're always online. Always online. So yeah. There, there is no, except for putting your phone away, there is no, which if I can't do to. it 31, there, there's no way to walk do. away. Yeah. You know, not saying, yeah, if I can't put my phone down at 31, then <laughs> how are kids expected to do it? Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot. It's really a lot. And I, the only time will tell how, how people yeah. cope and get through. I think we are sorry to be a bummer, but far from this is far from over. Mm-hmm. If you're experiencing anxiety or anything, mm-hmm. uh, and you'd like to talk, we can't offer any kind of professional help. But uh, we're always here to listen. Absolutely, I think it's important to be open and honest and share and be compassionate. Yeah, and be vulnerable. And yeah, we're always happy to speak to anybody. Uh, we'll put some, there's obviously professional online resources mm-hmm. that we can put in the show notes that uh, if people 
particularly need that. But reach out Absolutely. to somebody. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Our theme music was created by our good friend, David A. Pollock. If you like what you hear, please head over to his website, davidapollock.com. He has a new album called The Sweden Tapes out on Spotify, which we'll link to. Our logo was designed by another talented friend of ours, Simon Grove. You can see his stuff at simongrovedesign.co.uk. Feel free to reach out to us. You can get in touch a number of ways. Our website is ddko.co.uk. You can go there to communicate with us or other fans. We'd love to hear from you. And if you do head over there, you'll find a link to a Spotify playlist which we made, which is basically all the amazing music I loved when I was a teenager, and to be honest, still do. My email is sean at ddko.co.uk. That's sean spelled S-E-A-N. Mine is lauren at ddko.co.uk. Please tell your pals if you've enjoyed it, and remember to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And look out for Dear Diary Keep Out on Facebook. Thanks. Stay safe. And don't forget to write your diary. Keep out. This is uncomfortable. You'll see a theme developing here.